Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. Another wacky Yankee Red Sox game in the Bronx. The Red Sox with a four and a half game lead on the Bombers in the East entering this one. As we pick it up top five, Red Sox looking to build on a two nothing lead. The pitch swung on and drilled to right. That ball's out. That's a home run for Ben and Danny. A line drive bullet that actually went into the second deck. You couldn't hit it harder and it got out of here as fast as a ball can get out. So Andrew Benintendi Hits his 14th home run, his 58th RBI, and the Red Sox take a 3 0 lead. Now here's the 3 2. Swung on and hit in the air to deep right. That ball heading toward the wall, and it is gone! Just over the wall, just inside the pole. It's a two run home run for Aaron Hicks. Hicks hits one to the sticks. He is a two run home run to right. And the Yankees trail 3-2. Now here's the 2-1. Swung on and lined to left center field. There is a big set. Sanchez around third. He'll score. Judge goes to third. It's a base hit. And an RBI for Didi. Yes, indeedy. He ties the game at three. Judge is at third, and there's no one out. Runners lead at first and third. No one out pitch. Swung on and lined to deep left center field. It is going to be a base hit. Judge scores. Benintendi throws into second. It's a base hit and an RBI for Todd Frazier. The Todd father. And the Yankees take a 4-3 lead in their greatest comeback of the year in their most important game. Benintendi has a single and a home run tonight. Now it'll be an 0-2. And Chapman deals. Swung on a high pop to left. Drifting back is Hicks. He makes the catch. A run scores. A heading to third. The throw is in time double play. Hicks has a great arm. Bradley scores on the sack fly, but Nunez is out at third on a great throw by Aaron Hicks. And the 0-1. Swung on a high fly to center field. Ellsbury back. Ellsbury makes the catch. Ball game over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. Yankees hang on to take it 5-4, snapping Boston's winning streak at 8. The Red Sox bullpen have thrown 19 consecutive scoreless innings before imploding in the 8th. Aaron Judge has now struck out in 28 consecutive games.
It was without question one of the biggest wins for the Yankees in the 2017 season. Trailing the Red Sox 3-0 late and in danger of falling five and a half games back of the first place Red Sox in the East, the Bombers rallied and came away with a 5-4 win in the Bronx on Friday. Here is Yankees skipper Joe Girardi. You know, he's played really well for us all year, and it's been, you know, a pretty big loss for us. Uh, he's got an incredible arm. We've seen him throw people out, but just a two-run homer kind of got us going and made it a different game, and it starts with Gardy getting on. And um, But Hicksie, a big night for us. That two-run home run, is that a big, as hit, a big a hit as you've had this season? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think it's, it's a really big hit. Um, you know, you can talk about the next two after that, that put us ahead, too, um, D.D. And, and, and then Todd. Um, and obviously, you know, Jake getting a hit and then Toe getting a sack fly. I mean, it, it all made a difference, but those are all big hits. Joe, what's the range of emotions when you go from that eighth inning when you have the outburst offensively to the ninth inning where Chapman walks the first? You know, you still feel pretty good about him, um, you know, because he is a strikeout guy. Um, you know, it's the things that you go through as a, as a pitching coach and a manager when you don't use your closer for a while, you know, you okay, it's, it's a big weekend. Um, you know, you want to save him for the weekend. You don't want to just use him in a game in case you need him three days in a row. And he was probably a little rusty um, sending him out there. He hadn't thrown in five days. I don't think he had thrown since Saturday. Who else? Dan. Pass that over. Thanks. What's your level of concern there going into the eighth inning? You, you're just coming off a shutout. Now you're looking at a, yeah. a five and a half games behind Boston if that doesn't turn around. Right. Well, uh, I mean, it's, you know, obviously it's a game that you want to win. It's not the end of the world. Um, but... You know, I thought our bats were pretty good, actually. You know, I know we didn't we didn't put any runs across the board. Um, we hit some balls hard. He's at 94 pitches after five innings. We made him work. We just weren't able to, to get the base hits. And but I thought the at bats were good, and I was hoping that you know that would you know we'd be rewarded later against him. We weren't. Um, but he left. You know, after six innings, and we were able to score. And with Chapman, you just saw did you see rustiness? Yeah, I think it's rustiness. Who else? Ron, right here in the front. Are games like this coming back late, then surviving the ninth inning, potential turning points in the season? Did you look? Oh, oh I, I, I think so. I think it can, you know, it can really propel you and, and get you going again. Um, you know, we've done it a number of times where, you know, we've had some big wins and, and they've got us going on, on a nice streak. So, you know, your hope. And, and you look at tomorrow, it carries over to tomorrow. Um, we know it's another tough game, but um, winning the first one's better than losing the first one. Ron. Um, well, they had a couple lefties coming in, and, and I felt good about, you know, again, his strikeout potential. Um, I mean, he's really good at what he does. Uh, so, you know, he walked the first two, and then you know, I called down to get Dellen up, and then he and then he walked the third one. But then you had the two lefties. Dan, who's that? When you see Nunez taking off for third, uh, there is that just something? As someone who knows him like you do, do you just, is that an aggressive play on his part, or is it something that you know? Yeah, he's an aggressive player. He's always been an aggressive player, and he makes things happen. And and more times than not, a lot more times than not. Um, teams benefit from his aggressiveness. Tonight, you know, it cost him. Um, 
he, you know, he ran on a really good arm and uh, nice play um, on Hixie's part and Todd Frazier. Go ahead. Joe, how'd you feel about what you got from Garcia tonight? You know, I thought he th threw pretty well. A um, couple mistakes, um, but he almost, you know, got through that sixth inning uh, force and, and gave up the three runs. But, I mean, he threw okay. Back left. Did it just work out well for you to have Gardner starting off an inning? Is that where you want to have him ideally? Yeah, I always think, you know, he's used to doing that. Um, and, uh, you know, it just kind of worked out that way. It was the eighth inning. Um, you know, I'm not sure if I would have used him in the seventh inning because Romine had hit Barnes pretty well in his career. Uh, but it just worked out well. Kevin, back oh, middle. Joe, uh, should Hicks get a partial save on this? <laughs> uh, they don't give partials in this game, but yes. <laughs> Ron. He doesn't like the ball. No. Go ahead, Ron. <laughs> Did you see uh, Gardner get hit in the foot by the pitch, or was it the replay room that told you to go? Well, it's the reaction of Gardy, and then the replay room rang right away. Eric. How significant was Warren's performance? Really? I mean, to keep it right there. Uh, two and a third innings. You know, obviously, I probably may not have him the rest of the weekend. Um, but, I mean, that's as significant as anything else that happened tonight. After the Yankees rallied from 3 nothing down to tie the game at 3 in the 8th, it was Todd Frazier who found some real estate off Joe Kelly for a tie-breaking ribby single to put the Yankees on top for the first time on the night as New York went on for the 5-4 win against the arch-rival Red Sox. Frazier spoke to the media following the game. It feels good. It feels really good. Um, very meaningful. Uh, you know, I think, you know, the hit was great, but I think that defensive play, you know, I take pride in my defense and Aaron coming up, getting behind the ball and, um, you know, making a good throw and got the guy out of third. That was a big out and, uh, you know, it's a big inning, so uh, we came through, you know, we, we held him, and uh, that was that. Did you know he's running the whole way there to third? No, I did not. I, I, I saw him the first two or three steps. It looked hard, but, you know, some guys break hard and then stop. So I just saw the ball come and took a peek, and I saw he was still moving. So I said, all right, we got to make a play, and um, it, was, uh, it was electric, man. The crowd was electric. Did you want it looked like you put your hand in the air? When What's it, that? You looked like you put your hand in the air to get want, you wanted the ball. Did you want the ball, or did you, was that up to Aaron? What? What do you mean? Like it looked like you put your hand in the air when he yeah. caught it. Were you just getting ready for the ball, or were you? No, saying? no, no. Just getting, just getting ready for it. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> so. The play when it was a tough, hard throw, and it was a heck of a stab on your part. Yeah, uh, like I said, he got around the ball perfectly and understood that somebody might be going, and uh, it was, it was just a great play. You know, it went by so fast, and uh, just to see the crowd roar, that was uh, something I, I look forward to every day, hopefully. How many left fielders in baseball have the arm to make that throw? Say it again, I'm sorry. How many left fielders in baseball have the arm to make that throw? Not many. Not many. Uh, he got around. I mean, it was close to the track, and he's got to come up throwing a strong arm. I and, you know, I know Aaron, but I, I didn't know if, how big of an arm he did have. So uh, he cut the ball off. That was a big play early in the game, too, as well, to hold the guy to a single. And uh, he does. He has a great arm, and uh, you know, he's definitely up there with uh, the best arms in left field for sure. The offense was really quiet through seven innings. Can you describe the feeling when Hicks hits that home run to get you guys on the board. That was big. That was huge. Uh, we, what, we had two hits, I think, and uh, we really weren't putting anything together, and that's why you play all nine innings. And uh, like I said, we grind. Uh, everybody came through at the end, and uh, that home run was big. Uh, you look, I looked at it on the replay. The ball was way inside. And I don't know how he kept it fair, but kick started us, and then um, another single by Sanchez and a walk, and, you know, the wheels just keep on turning. So uh, exceptional win for us today. we got a quick turnaround tomorrow, and uh, hopefully we'll get back at it again and start scoring early. 
You're obviously trying to focus on that at bat, but I mean, but I mean you hear the crowd there. Is the adrenaline going when you sure. get up to the plate there? Sure. I mean, if it's not, then you don't belong. But, you know, for me, just trying to slow everything down, knowing that he throws close to 100 miles an hour, if not over, um, put the ball in play. And we talk about it a lot. You know, the main thing we talk about is pass the baton. You know, you get a walk, pass it to the next guy. And, you know, get on base, pass it to the next guy, and uh, somebody's going to come through. And, uh, you know, it was me today, so I'm pretty happy about the performance. Does your approach change when you get to two strikes? Yes. I, I, I basically went two-strike mode there uh, on, on every pitch. So um, see the ball better um, and uh, just focus on putting in play. You know, double play there, we get a run. Either, either way you put it. But um, I think the infield would end. So just, you know, I thought it was going to be a sack fly and ended up dropping. So just keep on moving, keep on going. Uh, it was very exciting. And, uh, you know, hopefully we score five early and, you know, get a, get a bigger lead. On the tag, you knew you had him the whole way. I knew, I knew I tagged him. I, I didn't know where his hand was to be honest with you, but I knew I, t I, I grazed him basically. So um, it was one of those things where you know, Inspector Gadget, go go Gadget arm. I guess just came on through, and uh, that that was it. When the video's going, I mean, is there even I don't know curiosity on your point? Very. Like maybe it's yes. not going to go. Yeah, our yeah, way. yeah. Of course, yeah. of course it is, because replay shows everything. In just his second game back off the DL. Aaron Hicks sparked a five-run rally in the eighth for the Yankees with a two-run shot off Edison Reed that just tucked itself inside the foul pole in the first row of seats in right field. Hicks spoke to the media after the Yankees' 5-4 comeback win against the Red Sox. Because, uh, I mean, we're a team that could battle, you know, and uh, we just came up with big situations right there. Didi uh, had a very important back. Uh, Frazier had a very important at bat, and uh, they got the job done. That pitch you hit for a home run looked like it was in and off the plate. How are you not? How are you able to drive it and keep it fair? Uh, I have no idea. You know, uh, I just tried to stay inside that pitch and try to keep it fair and uh, stay fair for me. Did you feel the momentum change after that ball went over the wall? Uh, yeah, because you know the uh, the bats started coming together, and uh, you know, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, guys came up clutch. You know, that's what we needed. This game could have had a different result had it not been for that defensive play in the ninth. Was there any doubt that you got Nunez at third base? Uh, no, I know I made a good throw there and I got it there uh, before he got uh, was getting ready to slide. So, um, you know, I, I figured he was out. The Yankees send Luis Severino to the mound Saturday. He'll be opposed by Drew Pomerantz. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.